There we go. And what I, I usually do is I have a little set of questions and then I'll I'll start asking you. And honestly, most of the questions tend to get answered kind of organically as the conversation goes. And when we get to the end, if there's anything else you want to add or want included in it that I didn't ask, we can always add it on at the at the end of the questions. I'm sorry, my brain is coming online too. I just had lunch and I'm like, come come on, brain, let's get back online here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just made I just made my coffee. So I'll be oh, is uh, that what you're drinking? I should have a coffee. That's a no. smart idea. <laughs> I had to because I, I just got I'm really, really excited. This is so dorky, but I just got like the sickest coffee mug ever. And today it took it took like a month to get here and it came and today. I, so it. I, I feel like so, it looks cool. What is it? Are you are you a, are you a fan of the cure at all? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's all of the cassettes. That's so this? cool. I thought it was cassettes. I kept seeing like a little flip. That's yeah. amazing. Dude, yeah, that's As soon as cool. I saw it, I was like, purchase. <laughs> Done. Mine. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So breaking it in now with you. I love it. Getting a little uh, little interview coffee going. A little interview cure coffee. That works. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It'll either, it'll either wake me up or my anxiety will be through the roof. We'll see. Maybe both. I tend to go a little bit of both. Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something super easy right off the bat. Obviously, you're in yellow card. Uh, how did that first come to be? Did you know the guys back in the day? Was it an audition situation or how did it all happen for you? Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty wild story. So back in, um, in 2005, um, I, was, I was in Georgia at the time and I was like, I, I like dropped out of college for like the second time, I think. And, and and I was just trying to do something beyond the usual local band stuff that I'd always been a part of since I was in high school. And it was always like punk bands, like, like dating back to I'm, I'm old. So I graduated in 98, but that was sort of like the beginning of, of like what a lot of people call like new school punk rock, you know? Right. And, 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 you know, so I had a, I had a actually pretty great band in high school that was playing that stuff, and I was always like into that, and and I just needed something more. Like I always knew what I wanted to do, and that was be in a some somewhat successful band, um, right. <laughs> touring, touring, just on tour and playing shows and playing music that that I loved. That that yeah. was always that's always been my dream, even since I was like I got into music super young. Um, you know, watching MTV in the eighties, it was all like hair metal. And like, that's, I, I'm, I'm still, I still am obsessed with hair metal. Like, like I My love mom it. My raised but, me on it. So big fan as well. <laughs> but, but like watching those videos, I remember just being like that, that's whatever that is that I'm looking at. I, I have to have that. That's, <laughs> like, what, that's I want. what I want to do. I need to be a part of that. So, world. so anyway, like in, in 2004 or five, there was a band called staring back. That was one of my, one of my favorite bands ever super sick punk band and i'd never seen them play so i was just i was online one day looking at or, or seeing if there was any tour dates posted for them mm. so I go to their website and you know this is pre-social media kind of right this was like myspace still you know <laughs> uh, but i went to i went to their like actual website because that's where you went at the time to get information like that and and the first thing that popped up on the page was staring back auditioning guitar players okay like, hmm. 
and I, and I was a guitar player. I've always been a guitar player. Like yeah. Yellow Card, Yellow Card was the first and only band I've ever played bass in. And we'll we'll get to that later. But interesting. Okay, that was my next question. So yeah, perfect. But as a guitar player, and and thinking no, nothing of it, right? They're they're based in Santa Barbara. I'm in this little shit town in Georgia. I'm just like whatever. I'll I'll submit. You know. Yeah, we'll and, see. Why not? <laughs> And it was basically like a list of questions, like they were looking for, you know, influences and years of experience and um, gear that you use, blah, blah, blah. So I just like sent everything. And it was literally like an hour later, I got a reply back from them. And and it was just like, holy shit, it sounds like you're our guy. That's awesome. And I'm just like, wait, wait, what? You know, and I'm, I'm 24, 25 at the time. Um. So I was just like, what? And they're, you know, they're like, can we, can we call you? Can we like chat? And I was like, yeah. oh, of course. <laughs> so, so we did that. And, and I talked to, I talked to their singer at the time, Jason. And then I talked to Ryan Mendez, who is lead guitar player in Yellow Card. Okay. That was, that was the band, that was the band he was in pre Yellow Card. So, basically like a few conversations back and forth over the next week or so. And I, I had a trip planned to Santa Barbara to go basically audition and just hang out for a few days and get to know the guys. That's so and <laughs> yeah. And so I flew out there and I, I knew like the most recent record, like front to back, like I, like I had it down and we jammed that night, the night that I got in and it was like, after like three songs, they all kind of looked at each other and they were like, you, you want in? <laughs> I love that. I was like, yes, yes, yes I do. Please. <laughs> and, you know, so I was there for about four days and the rest of the time was spent just kind of hanging with the guys and getting to know them. And they were all awesome, but I really connected with Ryan Mendez um, on, on, on a personal level, but like a musical level. And as we all, we had like the exact same influences and we're into the same kind of music and stuff. So we, yeah. we became buds really, really quickly. And basically I was like, all right, I need, I need about six weeks to, to get all my, all my things in order to, to move to Santa Barbara. That was, that was the plan, you know? So six weeks to just sell stuff and, and prepare for a big ass move. And uh, literally like two weeks before my move date, Ryan Mendez calls me and he's like, Hey dude, I got some bad news. Mm. Okay. Uh, and he goes, well, he's like, I've been asked to join yellow card. So, <laughs> so staring back is done. <laughs> so I got an opportunity. The band is gone. Sorry, but. Yes. And I was, I was devastated. I was, I was just like, I was crushed and I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't mad because like anyone in their right mind, especially the size of yellow card then, um, would have done the same thing, you know? Yeah. And huge opportunity. And it was, kind of, it was a kind of situation of like, like I was definitely upset and I, and I was heartbroken, but I wasn't mad at him about it, sure. you know? but it, but it seemed, but it seemed like, and everything's fine now. It has been for a long time, but at the time, <laughs> all the other guy, all the, all the other guys in the band were really pissed off at him, for yeah. him you know? And, and I was just kind of like, without knowing any of them very well at this point but i was sort of thinking to myself like they would have all done the exact same thing of course you know? they're jealous a little bit how could you as not? as as would i as would i yeah. so so i was crushed and i wasn't really sure what was next 
Um, but but Ryan and I stayed great friends. We we chatted all the time. And I ended up joining a band about a year later, maybe not even a year later, called Near Miss. Okay. Oh yeah. From, yeah. From from Austin. Uh, and I was a big fan of that band. I didn't know any of them personally, but basically they were looking for a new guitar player. And Ryan Mendez, who knew them very well, was like, yo, you should hit up this guy, Josh Portman. He joined Staring Back for like two seconds before we broke up. Yeah. Rips. <laughs> so so I just got this this random call from Texas one day and it was and it was Jeremy from Near Miss. And he was just like, hey man, like and he kind of gave me the spiel and he's just like, so you wanna and it wasn't even an audition situation. It was just basically like, you want to move to Austin and be in the band? <laughs> well, I just come join and us. I thought about, great. Yeah. And, and I, th- I thought about it for like 30 seconds. I was like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and that was it. And and, uh, and I packed up and moved uh, and drove to Austin. Wow. And I did that for, you know, I did that for like a year and a half. We were always on the road, like just constantly. O- only U.S. stuff. We were always yeah. going. So it was like. You know, Austin was a brand new place to me and it was a really cool city, but I didn't even, it never even felt like home, home to me. Sure. Because I didn't have a chance to, to do much or to meet many people because we were always gone. But it was awesome. It was a great experience and awesome shows. And uh, so I came home for Christmas. Um, I don't know, a year and a half later or whatever, however long it was. And, and found out I had a parathyroid tumor. Oh my God. Yeah. So basically I had to stay and until I had, had surgery. Oh wow. And which I which I was able to get taken care of pretty soon. But within that time frame, within that like month, it was like that happened. Uh our singer's dad in New Jersey had a had a major massive stroke. Oh. Um and our drummer decided that he just didn't want to tour anymore. So it was like Wow. No one, no one said the band is over, but it was sort of like the band is over. It's done. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't, you know, Jeremy needed to move to, to New Jersey to take care of his dad. And so it was done. And it was just like, that was another just big, unexpected kind of crashing down of, sure. of everything. When I thought I was, I thought I was sort of on the right path to, uh, you know, to making that, that childhood dream come true. And it was sort right. of like, just and then it's just taken away again. Again. yeah and you're like okay and yeah. yeah so so basically at that point i was just like all right i'm i'm done i'm just gonna like hmm. work go back to school maybe you know but like i'm not at least for a while i'm just i'm just over it i'm not gonna move anywhere else i'm not gonna like audition yeah. you know yeah move across the country again you're like okay I've, i i had a little run maybe it's time to call it Right. So I moved, uh, I moved from Perry, Georgia, where I was, which is about an hour and a half south of Atlanta. Uh, I moved up to Atlanta. And like, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was just like, I was like bartending at this sushi restaurant and just, you know, I was just lost. Getting by. And, and, yeah. I, and I was missing music and I was bummed. Sure. And one night at like just some random weeknight at like 1 a.m., Ryan Mendez calls me, Ryan Mendez, who's now in Yellow Card. Yeah. And he's like, he sounds frantic. And it's, he doesn't even say hi when I answer. I'm just like, hey, man. He's just like, he's like, all right. So, <laughs> and he's, he's just like, go, he, just, he just goes into this. Yeah. He goes into this <laughs> man and he's, 
He's like, so what would you, what would you think hypothetically about coming in and playing base for yellow card? And I was just like, never in a million years would I've expected. I'm not even a base player, you know. So I'm, just like, so I'm just like, wait, wait, what? And he was like, yeah. So basically, we we think Pete may be leaving. They were in the middle of a tour. Yeah. Like we think Pete, we think Pete may be leaving. Um. So like, do you want to do it? <laughs> like it was just I had to decide right then and there, you know. And I was like, well, you base at the know, time already. Like how to play? I, I don't. I, I was like, I don't. <laughs> I was like, I don't own a base, and I've never played <laughs> one for longer than five, never than like five minutes at a time. But yeah, let's That's do funny. this. <laughs> So, so the thing was, and I don't remember why, but it was like, okay, well, we're either going to fly you out in two days or two weeks. It was, it was one or the other for whatever reason. And I, I don't remember why exactly. Maybe the tour schedule or something. But, but I had to prepare for it being in two days, you know? Right. So he sent me the, sent me the set list and it was like 17 songs on an instrument that I don't play or even own. <laughs> so it's like. You know, so by the time I get off the phone, it's like 2 a.m. Um, and I'm like calling everyone in Atlanta that I know who has a base. Like, I need this right now. <laughs> and then and then finally my good buddy Blake answers the phone. And I'm like, I'm like, I know it's late, but I have to come get a base right now. And I lived like 25 minutes from from the city, probably 20, 25 minutes from the city. So, so you know, like I had to go down there middle of the night, pick up the space, pick up a four pack of Red Bull, stay up all night <laughs> and learn. Yeah. Start learning 17 songs by That's year <laughs> on, on this like foreign instrument to me, you know, and and I did it. Like I, I knocked them out. So I was prepared, like within two days, as prepared as you can be in that situation. You know, I'm sure it wasn't. It wasn't perfect, but it was like, all right, like I, I got it. You got it down. So two days comes around. He calls me back. And he's like, he's like, all right, I think it looks like Pete's staying. Sorry, sorry to let you down. Like, but it's 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 not it's not happening. He's he's staying. So I'm just like, are you kidding, kidding me? me? <laughs> you know, I'd be so devastated. Just like, <laughs> like, what did I do to you, universe? So, so the next day I, I take my friend's base back to him and you know, like that's it, whatever. Literally like two weeks on the dot, I get another call, like same time, like another 1am call, Ryan Mendez, another frantic call. He's like, he's like, it happened. Like Pete, Pete left. Like, are you ready? Cause we're going to fly you out tomorrow if you're ready. And it's like, you know, it's like cramming for an exam, you know, right. it, it, like like stuff you haven't read or, or anything. You're just like, all right, I got this exam. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get all the information tonight, yes. ace it tomorrow, and then I don't retain any and of it. You know? it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was like that. So it was just like I I stopped playing those songs because it didn't happen. I returned the bass. So I was just like, I got to do this all over again. <laughs> Call up Blake again, 2 a.m., <laughs> go get the bass again, stay up all night you know, just cram sash and, and then, um, and then jumped on a plane the next day to Des Moines, wow. uh, where the first show was for that. Um, no rehearsal. None. Didn't get you to rehearse with the band. Oh wow. Oh, get there. Yeah. I mean, what's that? Were you terrified or were you just running on adrenaline? Like, you know, what? Oh my God. I was so, I was so terrified. I would um, 
different levels of terror. I was already, I was already so terrified, but then the actual moment of of stepping foot onto the stage that night, it was like, it was it was like a. I held out my hand, and it was like this, just like like yeah, just <laughs> just trembling, you know, because like, how can I play the bass? Because <laughs> there are so many factors at play, like not rehearsing with them, sure. not not being not being the instrument that I've played my whole life. Um, but the size of, of that band and, and the crowd that we were playing for and the other guys not knowing who I was, just taking Ryan Mendez's word for it that like I could get the job done, you know, yeah. and, and it would be fine. Um you remember what year it was? And yeah, this is 2007. Oh, so I was gonna guess. It was, okay. it was, yeah, it was the middle of, of our tour with Blue October. Yep. And um shiny toy guns. Yep, I remember this. And um shiny toy guns. Wow. Oh, uh, who who opened? Um I'm drawing a blank on their name, but they're awesome. Oh, they're such a good band. It'll come to me. Like I feel like I'm gonna look but it yeah, up. like but like prior prior to to that tour and, and those shows, a big show for me, even like with Near Miss, as much as we were touring, a big show for us, if there was like two hundred people there, we'd be like, Whoa, like, you oh know, like God. that was yeah. that was that was a show. <laughs> and, the, and these and then these shows being immediately throw, thrust into this tour, you know, it, it was like like four to eight thousand people a night or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I'd never done that before, at all. Um, I knew this. Yeah, it was exciting. It, yeah. was, it was so exciting. And but I was just like, I don't know. I mean, once it was go time, it was go time. Yeah. There, there was no there was no turning back. So you know, get up on stage and, and we did it. And I remember like still feeling shaky, like I was going to puke for about probably about a solid minute. And then I just like was looking out and I was like, this is it. Like th this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I thought it yeah. would be with a guitar, but, but here I am on a, with a bass doing this thing. And it was, and it was amazing. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just like that's this is what it was all for, you know. And and they didn't make me a member yet or anything. It was just sort of like they needed to they needed someone to get through that tour, especially being in the middle of it. Yeah. So it was it was a couple weeks left, maybe three weeks left on that US run. And then by the way, I had never been out of the country before, except for Canada wow. prior to this. So it was it was another two or three weeks of the US. And then straight to Japan for two weeks with Lincoln Park playing sold out arenas. <laughs> oh my God. Lincoln Park, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and and also Japan being like since I was a kid the number one place I've, I've ever wanted to go. Like, what a surreal moment! So it was it was just this whirlwind. Immediate, there wasn't even time to process it. You know, just like that call and be like, "We're flying you out tomorrow," and it was just go 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 go. So yeah. like. As, as stressful and crazy as it was, I almost didn't even have time to to feel all that stress and anxiety because it was just like just overload of, of all yeah. this. Yeah, just all of this new input that I've I've always wanted and imagined, but never never quite had. So, so yeah, I did did the U.S. run and it was amazing. Two weeks in Japan was life changing. I mean, it was just like the craziest. Mm -hmm coolest experience ever and, and that's still my favorite country ever really I, from that first time I want, I just kind of set that for you 
Yeah, but I've I've been there more than any other country. Um, wow. I've I've been to Japan eleven times now, wow. and like like four of those times were were like vacations. Because I love it so much, I'll just like stuff. I'll just go. I, just <laughs> go. I like it there. Is that the rest was all like tours and stuff going there? Right, 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 right. Um, so you know, so we we got off that run and into the Japanese tour, and my head is just still spinning from the whole thing. Sure. And I'm like, you know, and it's like nothing else was on the books yet. It was sort of figuring out the next year and stuff. So it was just. It was a situation of just like, all right, we'll just sit tight and we'll know what's next. See, yeah. Soon. So, a few, a couple months go by, a few months go by, and the next thing ends up being the decision to do an all acoustic tour. Okay. Meaning no bass and no drums. Right. So, so the next thing is is them going on a full like long ass U.S. tour that I won't be going on. So I'm just like, okay, like I get it, but, but I get it. But again, <laughs> I sit here like what now? <laughs> yeah. So, just, you know, like, like I, obviously I wanted to be on it, but I was like, all right, well I'll just do, I guess the next tour, whenever that yeah. happens. Um, and then that just never happened because after the acoustic tour, the band broke up. Yeah. Like broke up, broke up. And, like, and and then it was like that was that was the most crushing one even though I wasn't like a member yet it, that was still just like you were right that, on the that high that high was like nothing could compare to that so so the crash from it being like well this isn't happening anymore was just unbearable and that's when I was like yep I'm done with music <laughs> yeah like period I'm just done like I, I can't I can't keep going through this you know so I decided to actually to, to finally like seriously go back to school and finish. I had about two years left. Okay. Um, so I went back to college in Georgia, um, finished my marketing degree. And within that time, the band actually reunited. So the band was broken up for about a year, mm-hmm. got back together, um, did an album and a big world tour with, uh, with our good friend, Sean O'Donnell on bass. And he did that record and he's amazing. Um, and then, you know, I was, uh, was another case of like, I, I got a call one night um, after that yeah. touring cycle was done. <laughs> and, and it was from Ryan Key, our singer, yeah. who from, from that, that first tour and through, through the, the breakup and everything, he and I became really, really close friends. Oh, he's, I love that. he's my best friend. He's, he's, he's my best friend to this day. We, we were roommates for like five years here in Nashville. That's so, so cute. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's the best. Um, so he calls me and he's just like, he's like, Hey dude, he's like, um, I know, or we know that you're almost finished. Like, yeah, I guess you have a few classes left or whatever, but Sean, Sean isn't going to do Sean O'Donnell. Isn't going to do, uh, the band anymore. Um, do you want to, do you want to come back? Like, like as, like as a member, like, do you want to, will you, will you be in the band? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Will you, will you come be our bass player? And I was like, yeah, of course. Not even a thought, of course. Yes. No, no, there's no thought. Like, so it ended up being, I, I was actually, 
first show. So I got that call um, December of 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, the Southern Air album had just finished being recorded. So that was coming out soon. And then the first show that I would play like back in the band and as a member was was in March of 2012 at the Music Festival. I think it was in San Diego, somewhere yeah. in SoCal with like Newfound Glory and yeah, I think Tiger so. Army maybe. It was it was cool. Um, that was the first show. And then this huge, like the record came out and we did this huge touring cycle all over the world, like twice over the world within that, within 2012, 2013 for Southern Air. And, and that was it. I was just like, Finally. great. And, and, the, and the, <laughs> the, band, the band was doing great and firing on all cylinders. And it was just like, Warp Tour 2012, Warp Tour 14, Warp Tour 16. Um, you know, at this point, I've been to 35. At this point, I've, I've been to 35 countries with that band on, on six continents. So That's it's like, incredible. yeah, I mean, it's like you can't, there's there's no way to get that experience any other way, you know? No, I can't, um, I can't imagine. So it, it was, it was a beautiful thing. And, and when it, when it ended, you know, in, in 2016, when we sort of decided to to hang it up and do a final world tour and a final album, yeah, um, I was I was bummed again, you know. But like, yeah. but like I I I got it, you know. I understood that that some people kind of just wanted to do some different things. And Sean, our, our violin player, Sean, you know, he he and his wife had just had a kid. Yeah. So, you know, he wanted to do the family thing. So it was like the reasons for it were understandable, but it was still just like, but this is the best thing ever, really. (laughs) The best thing to ever happen. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I I guess, I guess I kind of thought that because we had, because we had a lot of time to, to let sort of let that sink in because the plan was, um, you know, we made the decision. But then the whole process of like writing and recording a final album and going out with a bang on like a long world tour. So it was sort of like the decision was made, but it would, it would be like another year and a half before we actually played the final, final show. Yeah. So to me, it was like, okay, like that's that's plenty of time to process and get over it. Accept it and get to the final. Yeah. <laughs> figure out what's next. Right. <laughs> But then the day came and it was just like, fuck, like, now what? You know? yeah, even though we had all that time to, to sort of think about it, um, it was, it was, um, it was hard. I mean, it was like, it's like a big loss of identity and, and like, oh, sure. It was like, sort of knowing that, like, that, like, at that point, it's, it, it would be kind of ridiculous to, to just start a band from scratch. Sure. At, at this age and expect it to do anything, you know, like like I was in yellow as car, a hobby. So. <laughs> <laughs> like as a hobby, sure. Um but you know, like I just I just didn't think I, that was it, you know. I, yeah. I thought as far as far as like music as a career goes. Yeah. Um you know, unless some some other band hit me up to like 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 the same thing. I get a call in the middle of the night. Hey, you want to come play bass for it? But that just never happened. Uh, um, yeah, so it was just like I spent a long time sort of being 
very lost and not knowing what I was going to do next. And a lot of depression and anxiety set in and stuff. And so it was like, that, that's, it's yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a struggle for a long time. Um, and, and obviously like, like now, you know, we're doing a couple of shows here and there again. You guys are doing one no. way young this year. That's exciting. I know. Like, yes, I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm very, very excited. And I hope, I hope they add, I hope they add another show or two. They need to. I mean, I went to the one this last year, but I was part of that win cancellation. So if they, and I did not get a Sunday ticket, but I was able to go the next weekend. So I'm like, if, if that taught them anything, it's proof that like you need more shows. Like what if something happens again? And there's just, the demand was there. I mean, it was packed. Plenty of people paid for all those days, you know? I I, I think they could do just as well with a second show. Absolutely. Even a third, maybe. I mean. I hope they yeah. do too. I, I hope they do. I, I I have a feeling they will, but I don't know. You're going to have we'll, a blast. We'll it, though. I, just, I can already see it. I'll be there cheering from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. So, so that, and then um, we're doing Slam Dunk. I saw in, that in May. That's um, awesome. So, so that's two two UK shows, and the last time we did Slam Dunk was 2013. So it's been ten years since we did Slam Dunk. That'll be cool. I'm excited to to go eat Nando's every day. <laughs> go do a big fest and have the big crowd again. I mean, that's what makes you happy, right? So it's like it kind of gives you that feeling again of like, no, it's not over. Like we're still we're here, and people still come out maybe now more than ever yeah and i think you know if there was ever a time to do it it's it's now because the yeah. whole i don't i don't think any of us consider ourselves like pop punk not anymore at least because the sound has sort of progressed past that sure but most people do and so you know what i mean like anything within sort of the, our realm of music yeah um there's just such a revival for that right now which is, I love it. which is great. And, and like I was saying before, I, none of us ever expected to, to play again. I like, yeah. I know that for sure. I know, I know none of us did. So, so when Riot Fest came and asked us if we wanted to do something, you know, with it being the 20th anniversary of Ocean Avenue and stuff, we got everyone chatting again and, yeah. and made it happen. But it was just like, I don't know. I still, I still can't believe it. Cause I really never thought it would happen again. It's just, and it, it all comes and goes kind of like your your experiences with like being in a band and then it stops and then it's back and then it stops and it's back again it's like you just never know but i think most things do come back at some point in time and for the last few years everyone was saying that you know like friends right. would be like so when's when's the reunion you know and <laughs> every time i would be like it's, it's never uh, like it's it's literally never gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. And they're like, yeah, everyone says that, but like, then it happens. We'll and I was like, and, and I was just like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's never happened. It's dead, okay, you guys. It's done. Yeah. So it was it was really it was really a shock in in the best way. And the show say, and the I'm show was insane. The show was insane. Like it, it was it was so rad. Uh, we had so many people there, and you know, so many people that I either talked to. At, at the show or even bumped into the airport flying home were like people that are flown in from other countries literally just to see us that's so beautiful blows my mind you know yeah i love that like one of my favorite things was i was in i was in line at security flying home and i saw this couple they were like a couple rows over in this crazy ass security line and they both had yellow card shirts on i, love and I, I was just <laughs> 
I just sort of looked at him like I was like, nice shirts. And they were just like, thanks. And You're it was like, like it was like a couple it was like a couple minutes later, they're like, oh shit. You know, so you know, they wanted they wanted to chat and get a picture and stuff if if the lines met up and, and they were cute. they were from France. They were from France though. And and they were like, Yeah, we came we came just for you guys. And wow. I can't even imagine how that would feel. It's just so validating after all those years. Like we said, like people still care and like we still want to listen to it we're still here you know and it's like it's the genre I grew up with it's what I love the most and part of why like I started interviewing people such as yourself it's like I I am working on a book all about how it came back last year and kind of piecing it together and just kind of really proving that like we we the fans and the musicians like we all still care so much just because like mainstream dropped off of emo and pop punk doesn't mean we stopped listening to it or we stopped identifying with it like when we were young was insane to me like just being there was so much proof that we all still love it and like you said even the bands I at least five different bands that I saw made a point to say to the crowd we didn't think we'd get to do this again. We didn't think you would be here. We didn't think you guys cared. Like, thank you. And I'm like, that in itself is beautiful to me. Like, we all still care. And somehow the universe was like, you can have a moment again. That's great. And I fully back it. And they're all such great bands, too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just oh. like, there's no reason that it needed to, to go away. I, it never, like, fully went away, obviously. But, you know, like. It tapered off. But but like but like a resurgence is like I, I think it's shown a lot of people. Obviously, like the old fans are stoked, but like there's a whole new generation almost yeah. of people that are just like, this is this is the best thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. where did this come from? You know, <laughs> we're all like, yeah, you're welcome. It is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Um, I don't know if you can say it if you are, but will there be any new music from Yellow Card? Or are you just kind of doing fests for now? I I don't think so. Okay. Um, just just for now, it's festivals. It's and and the only thing, like I said, are okay. on the books. The only thing on the books is UK and and Vegas. But yeah, um, like we're certainly open to to more festival stuff popping up and and seeing what those you know like seeing if it's the right thing and if it works out time wise. Um, as far as like being a, a band band again i don't i don't think yeah uh, none of us think that's what's happening right now we're just happy to like play a few shows sure. we're just so happy to, to be able to play a few shows you know i mean even even if riot festival is the only thing i i still would have left being like happy instead instead of like those yes. like crushing breakups and stuff i went through i i think this time i would have been like <laughs> i'm so grateful to have had that one show again absolutely you know? so so yeah, I mean it's just it's just those couple for now. I mean, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I just like that we're we're open to more shows. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited to see where everything goes for you guys. I mean, I think even just those two fests alone, I know it's only two, but they're huge. You know, they're massive. So like who knows what's gonna come of that. But I'm excited to see you guys in far away october <laughs> yeah it's so long it's so far so long i'm like i'll oh, come back fest season in general i got really sad even just as a fan when it's over i'm like what do i do with my free time <laughs> like, yeah back. and i don't i don't i don't think we've ever in the history of the band like booked something a year in advance you know yeah that's so it it's, so it's just like <laughs> and, and like obviously not not being like a touring band anymore or anything it's not like we have stuff 
happening until so, then to pass time. Yeah. It's just, where it's just like, oh, is it a year yet? Is it May <laughs> yet? <laughs> is it October yet? <laughs> Checking each day off the calendar, like, oh. right? like a kid waiting for Christmas. But I like you said, it's kind of like the gift of like, I get to, for you, it's like I get to experience that anticipation again and being on stage again and like having that huge crowd again. And I think it's going to be everything you want it to be and more. Yeah. And we, and we feel this, we feel the same way about doing it, you know, yeah. the, the anticipation of, of playing it. Like I, I can't wait. And, and just the energy that we felt from, from Riot Fest. It's just like, oh, yeah. oh, I want that again. Like It's like a drug, it was, like more, please. <laughs> it, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it was like, it was like, it, it was like it was back in the day. Yeah. But, but, but better because it, it was, it was unexpected on both sides, you know, yeah. from, from us and from the fans. So I, th I feel like it was it was a different kind of connection totally. at, that, at that show in a way you know it was it was like it just made it more special I think I think when we were young is going to be that times 10 for you guys because that that's how it felt even just being there as a fan and like I said like so many of the bands made a point to say that as well they're like you know it, not knowing it what to expect especially this last year but it felt like it felt like warped tour but so much better because of the time that's gone by and now there is this appreciation i think from both ends from fans like thinking we won't get to experience that again and from bands thinking we won't get to experience that again and so then we're all unified especially when we're young because it's just our genre right like it's specifically our genre specifically the nostalgia and we're all there like feeling the exact same thing and that was just i've never felt an energy like that before i can't wait to oh, see that's awesome guys headline that that's i gonna... can't wait either and, and the lineup um, is so crazy as good as this past one's lineup was i think the lineup coming up is, is even bigger and better so it's so good i think better add more days that's the only thing i'm saying but i think hopefully i don't know <laughs> i i i think i think they have to and i even yeah, <laughs> when, when it came together i actually went to check out blink's uh touring yeah. schedule yeah. and it's at the very it's at the very very end of all of their touring which i'm like I don't know. Maybe that's intentional, so something can get added on. Let's hope. It has to be. I feel like they yeah. don't do all that on accident. Like you know more than I do. It's very yeah. Well, I, well, I know very little about this except for <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> except that we're playing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is honestly this became like one of the best stories like personal stories of just being a musician, joining a band, the ups and the downs. I felt like it's it was a really poignant telling of just how life is in general but especially with these creative careers because I've experienced that too like you get these little highs and you think oh I made it I made it I can relax a little bit and then it goes away and you're kind of like f that it's over forever I'm done and then that cycle repeats multiple times until you're like D did I actually make it <laughs> should I stop I don't know but like you said it's the past yeah. you going and the opportunity comes along and of course you're going to take it so I'm just I'm glad that it happened that way Thank you. Me too. Thank you for taking the time. I really I appreciate it. And I will, if you would like to see the write-up before I post it, I can send it to you or I can just let you know when it's up either way. Yeah. I mean, I'll check it out beforehand, but I don't. Okay. I'll email it to you. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like there's anything and I was like, oh, that's not good. You know, I always just like to offer because sometimes fine. people are like, just so I can see what I said, because I'm going to forget. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's fine. No, I, I think we're good. That was that was fun though. I appreciate you reaching out. 
Yeah, thank you. Me too. And and I'll definitely I'll reach out to you again in the future because this little book that I'm writing, I would like to get quotes from anybody, yourself included, that just wants to add something to it. And then I'm I'm hoping to use it to kind of sell the bigger idea of a book that really just talks about the scene in general, like be it warped tour, just kind of like the whole the wave that I grew up with, like the early 2000s emo pop punk. But I would love to get actual like stories like this and pieces and perspectives from people who who lived it. So would love to stay in touch with you for that. Yeah, totally. And if you need any like connects to any of those people, let me know. If, yeah. If you, if you don't have them already. Yeah. I have a few, but not not a ton. I know like um Chris Camrata and Dashboard were kind of friends. We've met a couple times and I interviewed uh the guitarist from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and briefly met Ronnie. They were great people. And then now you. So like you're my little three so far. Nice. Oh, and I'm interviewing Spencer from Under Oath next week too. So I'm like, I'm slowly adding to my list, but always could use a little help too. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think of anyone um, that you're trying to get and you think I might know them and you want me to hit them up, I would be happy to do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. And and so this will be, will you just send me a link to where this will be? Yeah, absolutely. I can either I okay. email it or, or Instagram. Oh, I don't know what I just did to my screen here. There we go. Okay. <laughs> email it or Instagram it either way, whatever you prefer or both. Not either's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Cool. Yeah. Take care. Thank Thanks. You too. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.